Who am I? What are my passions? What is my life's purpose? Where do I get the tools? When does everything materialize? How shall I go about doing it? Challengers, welcome back to Challenge Me For You. I'm Nazia Basha. This is season three, episode six. I know, as I mentioned in my last episode, I took a bit of a break in between because I happened to face an unexpected move. Um, wasn't expecting that, but I'm in my new place now, in a new space. I also started my clinical year in my master's social work program and joined in a new placement site for my field work at the Veterans Hospital. It's called the Honors Center to help homeless veterans achieve uh, independent skills, employability skills, mental health counseling, and other resource uh, development to really help them create at least some sort of stability in their lives. So yeah, a lot of events have precipitated in a very short time period. But challenge accepted, this is all I feel part of my life's purpose. And on that note, I really want to talk about uh, life's purpose, but in the form of something I call the big five to use the five WH formula, which is the who, when, where, what, why, and how. Um, These are to help us understand our existentiality and most of us ask these questions throughout our lifespan. And when you think of the term, you're like, existential what? What is she talking about? What does it mean? It is basically asking ourselves throughout our lifespan, what is our purpose? Who am I? What am I trying to do here on this planet? Um, another example I can give is deciding on a career path, which is, again, part of the life's purpose not all of it and it's not entirely who you are but we can use this example to get a generic picture people who choose social services as a career path we had to also answer and explore some basic yet deep fundamental questions about what and why we decided to choose this career path because it reflects the type of lifestyle we want to live and who we basically are today. Now, this can uh, open up to, this question can open up to a lot of folks in different ways. When it comes to really understanding who we are and what is the purpose of our life, um, this is for people who are trying to understand themselves And that happens also a lot in spiritual or religious affiliation or groups. People often use this questioning to make meaning out of their life. So I started extracting information from a course that I took. It's called Social Work Theories. And we touch base on existential therapy, which originated in the 20th century by a philosopher 
named Jean-Paul Sartre, in which he mentioned that humans are aware of their mortality. So they feel they have the opportunity and responsibility of deciding what to do and how to be. Also, when I listened to Brene Brown's podcast, Unlocking Us, she interviewed Dr. David Kessler, who worked with Dr. Kubler-Ross in discovering through his own personal journey or experience that beyond the stages of grief, the most critical stage that humans live for is having meaning in their life. He says, whether it's the process of grieving or understanding your purpose, the purpose is what gives us meaning. So to simply break this down in an easier format, I thought of the big five using the five W's and the H formula. Again, the who, what, why, where, when, and how. So let's dive in to the first W, which I call the who. Who am I? Oh boy. This is a big question for many of us. And some people struggle because they tie their identity with external things and circumstances. I know I do that when I get too wrapped up or attached with my work or job life. I feel like I have to constantly live up to satisfy and to fulfill that area of my life. But I have to step back and ask myself, am I designed to be a coach, social worker, therapist, female, heterosexual, millennial, divorced, universalist, Southeast Indian American, the list goes on. While some of those identifying labels are factual through physical evidence, the rest are choices. But still in the end, is that really who am I? Does that answer who am I? And have you ever wondered what would happen to your identity if you left these so-called affiliations or labels? Would you be disowning your identity? I had to take some time to really answer that question myself. I would say no for me. Then who am I? Am I on my car? Obviously not. My work? <laughs> no. My education? No. My luxuries? No. My spouse, my husband, my children, that's an easy no. My things? No. Then who am I? I'm just a human that looks for purpose in this lifetime to create meaning. Whether it's through service, through some religious affiliation, through spirituality, through occupation, there are a lot of other extensions, but at the end of the day, is that really you? Another important uh, text or book I can suggest, uh, written by Michael Singer, is called The Untethered Soul. And he really hones in on the who am I topic. And by the way, he's a local. He has a temple in Alachua. 
and now this temple is not a shrine or anything it's uh, a place he calls it a sanctuary where people come and listen to his talks so he is out in the woods i've been there a few times he really talks a lot about existentiality in depth um but like i said to understand him you need to read the book and it's really still foreign for us to just listen and say yeah just let it be because we have so many attachments to our identification to our ego's presentation but it's a great reminder to understand and detach from these labels and just be so that's a wonderful book once again i'm reiterating that to read to understand who am i now moving on to the second w which is the what now in coaching i learned the what is considered as the passion the drive the feel good part a lot of people believe passion is what brings meaning and will bring results driven by passion this is where a lot of people get confused i did as well so yeah passion is certainly the juice the motivation that involves our emotions that may help us get up in the morning to do the things we love to do for example my passion for creativity and service gets me motivated to complete a 20 page paper to get my coaching certification to get my master's degree in social work despite the challenges that i encounter my passion gets me moving but passion and emotions as we know do not always help us if we just use emotions to dictate our lives as i know it would get us in trouble. So it's very important to use the passion as a catalyst but not means to an end. I also read an article by Jessica Stillman that talks about following your purpose. However, just having passion, she mentions, won't help us with sustainability. As humans, we want to have sustainable goals to achieve results. That becomes our why. Now we're moving on to the third W, which is the why. The W, the why stands for our purpose. The purpose is the reason why we do what we do. The purpose is I want to bring awareness and advocate for mental health resources among societies where mental health is still a stigma. That is my purpose and my tools to fulfill that purpose come in various forms. Either in the form of my profession or say just even being a parent, educating my family, um there are various ways or being affiliated with a group social advocacy group there are many ways to fulfill that purpose now moving on to the fourth 
when do I accomplish this purpose? The when I call it basically is your timeline. It's part of the measurement. Is it today, tomorrow, a few weeks from now, a year, a lifetime? In some aspect, you would need a timeline to accomplish some parts of your purpose. For example, when I got my coaching certification, it was four months. It required at least 16 weeks of getting myself certified as a coach. So that was my when. Now, there are many different components to my purpose. Life coaching, again, is a very minuscule part of it. It is not my complete purpose. But just to prove as an example, I wanted to give that. Now, for me, I want to practice my purpose on a daily basis. Um, so now we're going to move on to the fifth W, which is where. Where is where you look for your resources. The resources help you achieve your what, your why, and your when. Now, this could be in the form of people, institutions, religion, politics, affiliated groups, based on the why or the what. And I'm going to go back to the coaching certification again. So my resource was the Universal Coach Institute. So that helped me achieve what I wanted to achieve as part of my purpose. Now it's going into the how. I like to call the how as more of a smart goal plan. And life doesn't really operate with a plan, but subconsciously we do have one whether it's materialistically available, but we all have a timeline, we all have a plan, how we want to accomplish things. And that comes in the form of, again, you're going back to your resources and how much can also be like your, your measurement of finances, looking into your finances, the amount of time you have available to dedicate towards your tools or your wear, so how is basically the blueprint of working towards your who, your what, your why, your where? So now that I gave you a idea of what the big five is using the five W's and H format, I hope it helped you understand who you are trying to become, what is your passion, why, the purpose that gives your life meaning, when, your timeline, where, the tools and resources, and how are you going to obtain it. And of course, I want to wrap it up with my five senses reintegration self-care activity. So today, I bought this prebiotic. It's called Gutsy, and I love it. It's so good. It's so refreshing. I feel more cleansed after I take it. And so 
this one right here in particular has ginger, passion fruit, blueberries, and strawberries, which all helps to maintain a healthy gut. So that is for my sense of taste. Sense of smell. I have my vanilla and patchouli lotion. My hands have been extremely dry from all the washing, cleaning, and during my move, I can't tell you how many times I have cleaned every item when I brought it into the new apartment. So that is something I definitely need for now. I love the smell of patchouli. It's just strong yet soft. It's got wonderful notes. Um, and for the sense of sight, I'm still looking at a card that my supervisor from my last internship provided me. Keep your face towards the sunshine. And I cannot disagree with that. That's so true. When you keep your senses, your, your face towards positivity, you radiate with a glow that helps you move forward in life. So it's really beautiful. Thank you. Um, for sense of touch, I love right here. I purchased, it's a neck pillow and I love it. It's soft. It's got a really fluffy exterior. So I like to put that around my neck right now. It just helps me relax all my neck, neck muscles. And I've definitely been putting a strain on them because I've been lifting. I've got my entire year's workout completed within this three-day move. <laughs> All right, sense of touch, sense of sound. I really would like to take a moment and play the soft music of, I call them sleep music, of raindrops or rain. And in Florida right now, we've been having some quite erratic weather. There are days where we have tons of rain and it's random. Uh, I mean, it makes no sense. It's scattered or isolated thunderstorms that we get um, from time to time uh, because of the humidity. But in Florida, for those who are natives to Florida, um, this is a common theme. We have sunshine throughout the entire day and at night, or no, I should say around four o'clock or five o'clock, um, we tend to have thunderstorms, isolated thunderstorms or rain random. So I'm gonna turn on that music as we are wrapping up with our self-care activity. And so I got my sense of sound, sense of taste, sense of smell, sense of touch, sense of sight. Um, and I hope the topic or episode was helpful for you all. So with an attitude of gratitude, we are evolving daily here at Challenge Me For You. Be safe, be well, peace.